you gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next when they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy ice cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. What's up, y'all? What's going on? This is Emilio the Poet. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital, and welcome to another episode of the Dribbling Dines Podcast. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. Actually, I got applause. Hold on, hold on. Yes, sir. Y'all don't got headphones, so y'all can't hear them. Yeah, but it's all good. But when you hear the recording, you hear it. It should be fine. All right. <laughs> all right, that's enough. That's enough of that. Yo, so um, I just want to, real quick, before we introduce our guests, which those that are watching this will see already, hopefully you recognize this man, but um, you might hear something a little different and dribbling dimes right now we've upgraded motherfuckers that's right so i was really getting tired of the inconsistency of the audio and so i apologize to everybody listening thank you for enduring and having patience with us we are a out the box podcast we're mobile as fuck we're trying to figure this shit out as we go and now i finally was able to get santa claus to bring me some more gear that's right and so the audio quality should be superior now uh, and if not, we'll figure it out. But I appreciate the patience. Want y'all to continue listening. We're coming out with videos very shortly. Um, so if you're listening to this on the audio feed, get ready to watch the visuals. Now. Yeah, we got some shit going on, man. We might even give you some exclusive wink, wink videos, too. I don't know about that. All right, well, maybe that's just me. My wife will not approve. <laughs> listen, but, I'm going to go all the way with it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but listen here. So our guest today... He's a Bronx, New York native. From top to bottom, this dude is BX. He helped the infamous Rice Raiders to two state chips. I want to say city championships also, right? Okay. Um, He played four years at St. John's. He helped them get the Big East chip as a part of that group. He graduated, and then he re-graduated with a graduate degree, right? Facts? Okay, I got to double check. We didn't get a chance to talk. Re-graduate. Yeah, so he got a graduate degree and a bachelor's degree. Are you showing off? Now you showing off. He also played professionally. He was drafted number three with the Brooklyn Kings of the USBL, now defunct league. Um, And that was a springtime league. So he was playing with the Brooklyn Knights, and he would go overseas. He played in places like South Korea, France, Iceland, and Argentina. We're going to talk a little bit about that Espanol in a little while. Um, He's going to test you on everything today. He, he was a monster. In high school, I remember this vividly, but yes, also in the streetball circuit. He was a monstrous figure. He went by the nickname, the corrections officer. Yeah. It just so happens that you did uh, study criminal justice, correct? Yes, sir. That's okay. crazy. So well, that, St. John's was known for that. There's a relationship yeah. there. That's crazy. That's funny. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody actually, especially ball players. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. We'll talk about that after. Um, on, on this very show, Maxwell uh, Bingo Cole mentioned that this gentleman is the embodiment of what it means to be a bingo all-star. So if you know anything about the AAU circuit and all the different travel teams that are in New York nowadays, bingo all-star's name rings, rings bells out here. Um, 
I, th- I think that's a long enough intro. Yo, word. I'm, I right? was about to. Right. Did I miss that's, anything? That's, nah, nah you, consequential. You nailed it. You nailed it. Right. Yeah, that's enough. It. If you did any more, oh. that's enough. Yeah. All right, so, so three three minutes have passed, and now I get to tell you who this person is. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by none other than Mr. Anthony Glover. Welcome. Appreciate I'm, it. Man. I'm gonna do the applause it, again. I'm gonna do the applause because <laughs> we upgrade now. We you know, upgrade. You know, for those who don't know, shame on you, but. This is of St. John fame right here. Rice rate of fame. Like, yo, let me tell you something. As a St. Raymond alum, I want to thank you for the battles you and St. Raymond. <laughs> yo, seriously, that's that's how that's how you right there. Like the St. Raymond, we talked about this in many occasions. The St. Raymond, for me, the St. Raymond Rice battles is like the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah, it was it was nothing like it. Like I I, was, I love playing against uh, you know, St. Raymond's and, <clears throat> and we played against a lot of other schools that was good, but St. Raymond's was like our our championship game. I don't care if it was right. the first game of the season, right. the, the right. you know in the middle. That was just a battle, man. And, and Rice guys, you know, we knew a lot of St. Raymond's uh, players here, right. so it was like you know we all family at the end of the day. But once you step on that court, you know, you, know, you got to put that work in. Gloves come on. I love friendships it. go to yeah. go go in the locker room right quick. Yeah, and I felt uh, and I felt like that every year. Like you know, like sometimes you like okay. Uh, whatever ranking y'all had, let's say for example, I never felt like it was never on between these two teams. Like no matter who was playing, what was the if they had championship aspirations, really if they were the best two teams in the league, I always felt like yo, it's on. Rice and Rays, it don't matter who's on the court, you gonna bring it, of or, course. Or, 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 or you out of the goddamn league. Listen, every time we played Saint Raymond's, it was a crowd. Either it was yeah. a crowd in Saint Raymond's, or it was a crowd in Gacho's gym, or Riverbank State Park, whatever. Wherever, like we, a crowd always came because they knew it was going to come and get, you know, a good show. They're going to see a good show from both sides. How many, how many D one scholarship athletes do you think came out of both schools in that in that period? I think everybody. I feel. I, think, I, I feel I, I, like everybody. It. I feel everybody. like it's true. Like nobody, nobody was left behind. Everybody went somewhere, and That's you know, crazy. either they they played, you know, at the university or the college. Or they just got an education, but everybody was somewhere. Let me ask you a question: As a, um, you know, from transitioning to being a star high school player and then playing in college and still holding your own, my question to you is: Is it because I don't? This is a general question. Do you feel like it's tougher to like because they already know you in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Know you to be the man, but now you're working into a bigger pool of players in college, even though they know you obviously. And they, they, do you feel like it's a tougher transition for a high school player to go into a college situation and be accepted and embraced the same way you was in high school as a star player? He he had the cheat code though. But I mean, finish. I have a cheat code. Just that you know, I don't I don't think is it's it's a a difficult transition because. Personally, for me, when I go, well, when I went to St. John's, I knew that St. John's had good players already. Right. Wherever I go, I gotta, you know, I gotta hold my own. I gotta, I gotta prove to people that I could play. Right. So people knew that I could play when I was at Rice High School. Right. And this is why, you know, you get recruited because people know that, you know, if, if they come to see you play at high school and they want you, they want you to come to university. Right. Then you know. It's a chance that you could play. It's just that when you get there, you're gonna have a whole lot of other, you know, young players, hungry, um, hungry players that's that's want to play as well. So you just gotta put that extra effort in, right? You know, either before practice or after practice. Once you get to the school that you're going to, and like I said, the transition is it's not difficult 
You know, you just got to go out there and show the coaches that you could play. Right. And once you show the coaches, then the players can feel like, you know what, it's a good guy. You know, we could really use him. Right. And you just got to put your, you know, your your best effort forward. I, I say Chico because he's a New York product and he went to a New York school. Oh, gotcha. So I, I assume, well, I guess you could look at that two ways, right? Because you were, you were a big deal coming out of high school. There could be an enormous amount of pressure on your shoulders staying local. Right, because now the same eyes that was watching you at Rice now expect that and then some of you at St. John's, right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, you could argue it's a de facto New York University, right? When right. it comes to basketball, that's a good point. Right? Yeah. So, how did it sounds like that wasn't the case with you? Did did that ever come in as a as a thought or no? I mean, actually, like I said, um, like I, there's a lot of people don't really know a lot about me what happened when you know I was in high school and actually trying to pick what college I wanted to go to um tell us Bobby Knight mm. actually recruited me as well wow in Indiana yeah no, Bobby Knight so I'm actually not surprised I'm sure you got recruited by tons. I mean I did no but <clears throat> when, it, when it came to wait. going away okay like, oh I got you okay um Bobby Knight was you that's know, crazy in there. Um, like he was here he came to see you no actually I was we was on a, we was away okay and okay. we was in um I, I believe it was at um that's crazy. UNLV okay and we had a game there okay. and this is when I got word that you know he liked he was there watching mm -hmm. and he liked the way I played I got a letter uh Duke sent me a letter um wow wow um, back then wait wait can, can I ask yeah. you a question about that because uh, we're not high-profile athletes, as you can probably tell. So Listen, we didn't have one time in eighth grade, though. <laughs> I was a math. I was a mathlete. <laughs> eighth grade was on for me. I don't know but, what you're talking about. But there's different types of letters, right? There's mm -hmm. the the fishing letter, I'll call it, which is kind of like a templated one, right? That everybody can get, right? And then you've got your more involved one, where it seems it's almost like comparing a typed letter versus a handwritten letter. You no, know, when I when I say a letter, that means that they wanted me to come. Okay. Like, I got you. It was like a real Yeah, like they wanted me to come. Um So you got Duke, you got Indiana. Um Syracuse, uh, wow. UConn. Like it was a lot of schools. Mm -hmm. And like my mom's had it laid out. We had a big table in the dining room. She had it laid out. Cause when I had um visits, you know, she put them all out and she told me, just pick one. I'm like, it's hard to pick when you got like 30 schools. Right. So, and the reason why I chose to go to St. John's is that I want to play in the best arena in the world. Mm. And that's yeah, why I got Garden. You got 10 points. Facts. You know, you so. mega points with this man, right? So you can't, it's, it's, and when I first stepped on that court, like I was nervous. Mm. I was, my first game, I was nervous. And my coach said, you know what? Just go out there and play. But it's hard. I'm young. Yeah, of yeah, course. You got the you know the garden logo right there. So I'm like, how can I go out there and play? And it's my first time stepping on this court. And then, you know, in the locker room, our locker room is here. You got the New York Knicks locker room right next to yours. Mm. You got New York Knicks players sitting down watching you. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. like I was I was starstruck sure. the first time. Sure. So like that's the reason why I picked to go there. And that's a, that's actually a really good. I, I wouldn't. It's not something immediately that comes right, to my mind right. as a as a decision maker, right? When you say greatest place to play in the world, I still was thinking in Queens. 
<laughs> until until you no, say MSG, wrong. that's a great. No, no, no. Yeah. But you you're not comparing the same kind exactly. of thing. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Exactly. And no exactly. no shade on St. John's oh, or no. any college program. No. But the Garden is mecca yeah. basketball court wise to yes. any fucking college. Uh, you know, now, now that you arena. mentioned it, I never thought of it from that perspective. Yeah. Because, like I no no on this perspective, I never thought of St. John's having the Garden as. Their home arena. Home. I know. I know that's crazy because I used to watch them all the time. But I never it, it, dawned on you. I didn't put two and two together until you just said that because yeah. I was like, "Yo, that's look. They don't have an advantage really that no one else has. Like, who the hell plays in a professional? I got to think hard. Like, there were, were probably very few. Okay, I, if I, any. I'll just say this right, just to throw some shit out there. I know the school in Illinois, for example, plays at in the Chicago Bulls uh, arena. I know that, but. I didn't associate it like I did with St. John's because I guess St. John's is a more prominent school throughout mm -hmm. my lifetime. Yeah, basketball -wise. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? So yeah. I didn't really put two and two together, but whatever, man. I'm just throwing it out there. So, so you, you, if we go back to the the kitchen table, right? You got all these offers on the table. Your mom is like, pick one. You're like, uh, <laughs> how, how do I how do I do that? Did your mother understand the magnitude of that decision? Um, she probably did, but. I didn't. I I didn't because because there's so many good schools you could you could choose from, and it's like you go into a store as a kid, and your parents tell you get whatever you want, <laughs> get, get whatever you want, and you you're in front of you know M and M, Snickers, chips, cakes, all it. <laughs> right, and you, and you only got two hands. <laughs> you know, you only got two. So hands. you was a kid in the candy store. So it, I was a kid in the candy store. You know, and. I couldn't make that choice then, and it just came to me towards the end, you know, when the school was over with, and I had to make a decision. And, you know, Eric Barkley went there. Mm. I had, I had, and this is when I, I knew who was going there as well. Oh, okay. You, so at that point, it was like my AAU players, my AAU, you know, teammates, some of them okay. is going there. So I was like, you know what? I know these guys. Like, I, 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 I know have how chemistry. they play. It's chemistry. Only thing about it was at that time when I verbally committed, we didn't have a coach. Oh, yo, that's crazy. We didn't have a coach, but to me, that didn't that didn't break my spirit of making my decision because once again, the players that was going there mattered right. more. You already felt at that time. already. I, I felt at home already. Was that that was Fran Fraschilla stepped yeah. down, and you were waiting for? Who was it? Oh, after? you know what's funny? In my head, I thought you was with Frank. Uh, so who? who, who? Mike Jarvis. Jarvis. Mike Jarvis. Jarvis. Uh, wow. <clears throat> Wait, Philippe was on that team too, right? For no, Philippe, Philippe was before me. Before, before, before. Before me. Yo, so let me ask you a question. So, okay, so, okay, that now as a man today, looking back at that moment in time, do you feel like St. John's was the right fit in comparison to all the other schools that were going at you like Bobby Knight, et cetera? And, you know, of course. It was the right fit from a team, from a player, excuse me, from a player perspective. Yeah, because one, I still played. Right. I still shined. And me making that decision was right for me because once again, I'm playing with guys that I know and guys that know me. Right. So technically, a lot of plays that we ran my first year, mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't through me, but I knew the system because I, I knew the players, mm -hmm. uh, I and you. I knew uh, I knew I knew what the coaches wanted. So, it, like I said, God see me some well. Then God saw me short guy. I'm on the size, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I know me like I can right, play. You know, yeah. I've, been, I've been playing center all my life. Yeah, I still play center now. I, yeah, wait, <laughs> so, you still play now? 
I still play now. You, you doing summer leagues and whatnot? Well, I, I play in Westchester, New York. I don't. Okay. I, I really don't play down in New York too okay. much because a lot of a lot of my guys, you know, they either playing ball overseas and you know doing what they got to do, and then when they come home in the summertime, you know, we might get a workout in. And okay. Just you know for for cardio. And you may play ball. Let me ask you a question. I got a good friend, Julius Hodge, and I'm sure you're familiar with Julius. Yeah. Um, I asked him in prior, what's up, Jules? Hopefully you come on one of these days. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, we come come to New York. I'm kind of, st- I'm, d- I'm done begging. No, because you don't live out here. That's why. Nah, but nah, I'm going to share this I'm busting, story. I'm busting chops. <laughs> yeah, no, but what happened is um, I was I asked him about like him playing afterwards. I'm like, mm. you know, you played so much ball in your life. You played in the NBA. Like, how do you play pickup at all? Like, did you lose the lust for playing the game? I asked him. And he said, you know, to be honest, somewhat. Because, for, like, I'm too good. Like, I can't walk into any gym and play a good game of ball because I'm going to bust probably everybody's ass. So there's no, I don't feel good about that. Like it's not it's so it's like the competition of the, the levels like, go down. You feel me? Yeah. So I was asking. I'm that, I say that to ask you now. Like, do you step in that in Westchester? Do you have like a core of people that you know are as good, or maybe on the same level of you, or is it tough to find that kind of competition? Or you just play to break a sweat? And you don't give a shit who's out there. No, nah, um, the the players out there they're really good. Okay. You know, and I mean, like I said, I'm, I call like I see it. Some of the players are better than me right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I I enjoy that competition. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. Right. So if 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 somebody's out there is playing better than me, then that's my motivation. Son, I gotta work on. Regardless of my age, I still gotta I work that. on them. I'm I never lost. You know the love for playing the game. I love that. You know it's mm-hmm. just that I got older. You know I got more responsibilities. So for I'm sure. not in the gym as I used to be. Right. You know when I was young, probably being in the gym. You know four five times. You know out of the week. But now I'm in the gym maybe once or twice, you know, because mm. I got, you know, work and, you know, I got a family I got to, you know, support and, you know, stuff right. like that. I, I, I love that we kind of started here. Um, I wasn't expecting it, so I love the unexpected. Now, mm. the fact that you still play shocks the shit out of me because, uh, <laughs> what, you're you're over, you're 40. Yeah. Right? I, I, now, I, I'm sorry if I put your age out there and you don't want people to know. I'll be, be 41 at the end of this month. Yeah, January 28th. Hey, you ain't got to yeah. add the shit now. Ja- January 28th, I this man turns good. 41. <laughs> so, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I can't argue with that, Mike Tyson. So, so getting back to age, right? So like I mentioned earlier, I remember vividly you and C. Nick were having a fucking oh, battle. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm okay. glad you brought that up. I was just, I was about to say that earlier. All That's I remember, all God. God. All I remember, and that was here at, at St. Raymond. Okay. I, all I remember was everybody, myself included. I don't know who we were screaming this to, but it was probably to C. Nick. Put him in a body bag. Put him in a body. <laughs> that was like the chant, right? Yo, all I see is this dude. So C. Nick got crazy eyes, of course. right? Okay. Okay. Yo, son, I saw Ann Glover's face, and I don't. And I, 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 I'm pretty sure he didn't even hear nobody saying "put him in a body bag." Right. I think he was just in that zone. Right. <laughs> Yo, son, the face you put that whole game from tip off to the end of the game, it was like it came right out like of the fire breathing pen. dragon face. This man right? came out of the pen, and I'm looking at. I think that might have been the first time I see you on the court playing. Right. I had heard about the legend of of Anthony Glover, but I hadn't really seen it. Mm. And I see, I see you do your thing, and I'm like, check that dude's paperwork. And matter of fact, I think people were saying that. I think people was like, <laughs> check his paperwork. <laughs> nah, I just uh, you know when my father, you know, he he got me into lifting weights at an early age, and 
So your I, muscles I, I have just, muscles. I just, I just fell in love with it. Like when I was playing at ISA, they used to call me man child. Yeah. They called me stick up kid because I used to, you know, <laughs> pin stuff, pinning guys, you know, balls against the back. Oh like, my God. Stick like up I was, kid. They said Stop. I was a man amongst boys. Like, yeah. Because of, you know, my, my body frame and, you know, I guess because, you know, my muscles maybe look older than what I was. Hell but yeah. Fuck yeah. That's. You know what? That's I was just probably like, one of yeah, I was just my, my father. My father raised me, you know? Think, yo. Thanks, Pop. Yeah. I, I was probably. Glover. I think I was one of those <laughs> people yelling, check his paperwork. Because I, I, now that I think about it, like, you did not look like no high school kid. That's but it. but he's he now looks. <laughs> he looks the same to me. He does. Like, you look the same. Like, you look right, right. You maybe can sit up right now for right. I just gained a little bit more yeah, weight. Yeah, but maybe a little heavier. Yeah. But that's it. <laughs> exactly. You ain't put no nah, years on your ass at all. Does. I don't know what the fuck. That's yeah, that when he water. Said, that's why. That's, that that's what he said when he was like when he said, "Um, yeah, I'm gonna turn 41 next month," and I was like, "You ain't gotta put." He goes, yeah, but I still look good though. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga know what's up, bro. Black don't crack that a motherfucker. So if you think all the way back, right? When was it that you actually remember basket? Like, we all grow up, for the most part, people that like basketball grow up playing it to some degree, right? And whether it's like the little toy hoop that you got in the crib or the one outside or, you know, your, your neighborhood basketball court. But it's a casual thing for a lot of people. Yeah. When did the switch flip for you and it became a serious thing you wanted to pursue to, I'm assuming, the NBA ranks? Um, I would have to say when I was living um, on Webster Avenue, um, I was in junior high school. Uh, like I said, I, I played multiple sports. Um, my first sport I played was baseball. Yeah. Um, I used to play uh, right, uh, right field and um, shortstop. Mm. I went from playing baseball to playing volleyball, playing track. I played football. And then after that, I decided to play basketball. Hmm. So I did all this when I was in junior high school. Like, started. My football was in um, my first year of high school, which I went to Kennedy High School. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, me neither. So uh, in junior high school, a friend of mine, Andre Faison, um, he that actually- familiar. Why, why do I know that name? Uh, he's- He's he was a point guard. He's actually right now coaching, uh, I believe, at Mount Saint Michael's. Okay. Um, he actually brought me to Riverside Church. Um, he was playing um, on I think the Biddy team, mm -hmm. and they was looking for you know a big guy. And me and him was playing together on the same team in junior high school. He said, "Listen, why don't you come with me to practice Riverside?" So I said, "Well, was Riverside?" And he broke it down to me, AAU program. And everything. So I said, okay, fine. No, got permission from my parents. Says I could go. And then from there, when I seen how they practiced and how serious basketball was, I, I didn't know basketball was like really that big. Yeah. As far as in, in the AAU you know, circuit, uh, they had great coaches. You know, Coach Binger was there. Uh, Coach Thurman was there. Coach Al, uh, Mr. Lloyd, everybody. Like I, I met everybody. Within you know that time frame, and from there I say, you know what, this is what I want to do. Like I want to, I want to do this, and hopefully this could you know <laughs> bring my you know my dreams to reality. But my question to you is this, right? You play so many sports. How did you fare in the other sports? Like, did you feel like yo at one point yo I could play baseball or football even, which you look like football. I mean, the reason why I stopped playing those sports because. 
like I, I got everything that I want out of it. Oh, you know, um, the Letterman jacket. <laughs> you know, the I, ladies I got Nah I can say the ladies But <laughs> But um I got everything I want You know I, I ran uh, 300 um, I did oh, the, 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 the longest jump I got You know gold, I got gold medal, medals For that um, That's crazy Baseball Won championships For that Like Like My thing is When I was that young Once I You know Accomplished Accomplished my goal I was done with it mm. That's so fucking I was done with it Only thing I didn't really Accomplish uh, well, I didn't reach was football because I only practiced. I didn't really play. But oh, okay. Just that um, uh, one time in practice, you know, just going over plays and got the ball, jump for. I was wide receiver on <laughs> offense, on defense. I played the tight end. Okay, that makes sense. So um, on offense, you know, running, you know, did a pattern, caught the ball. When I came down, I got hit. So when I got hit, you know, I, I was I was knocked out. Yeah. Oh shit. So, like literally out cold. Yeah, I was out. Oh wow. So when I came to, <laughs> when I came to, I said I'm done. Like I'm done. I bet you, I'm, yo, I'm done. He came yeah, to. I, I bet you he still had the ball tucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody I'm could done. get it off of him. I'm done. So the, you know, you wasn't like, fucking with the the, nah, the contact I, shit like that. Nah, right? I'm good. I stopped. So after that, I say, you know what? I'm gonna pick a, a different you know sport. Then you know. Basketball fight there. See, this is this is when somebody actually listens to their body. Cause, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, my body said, ow, I think I'm good. This thing, yo, you know what? Like, if I feel like, even at that time, like, you look like a football player. Like, let's say that I can't stress that enough. <laughs> no, seriously. Nah, I know. And I think most people, in football especially, they look at pain like, all right, what's up now then? But you looked at it like, It's funny you I'm said good. that because, uh... Well, I had a game in the garden. I believe we was playing Duke. Mm. Um, the football coach that was coaching uh, the New York Jets, um, Howard. Uh, um, I forgot his first name. I don't. Howard. I don't remember. He's a skinny, he's, light skin. Yeah, he's yeah, skinny, he, right? Yeah, uh, he came. He was. He was like our. Um, he came to our locker room. Give a great speech. He's a great oh, talker. Like he was like a He's motivational, a great, like, motivational speaker. speaker. He is. I ain't was, gonna lie. He is. I forgot his name though. After he said speech, I wanted to put my Don St. John's <laughs> you know, uniform Change jerseys. On, gave my Don Jets uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play football. And then it's funny because um, another, I was playing basketball one time in the summer and another, a rookie, he just got signed to play for the Jets. Okay. And he His pick, just just pick watching. Just watching. And then he said, Hey, what you do? I said, I play basketball. He actually gave me his number except for me to call him and wanted me to come to work out with him up at the stadium. This, I, I hold, never called him. Hold on. This was this past summer. No, this was oh, a, a okay. while ago when I was playing okay. um doing the city. Yeah, and, doing the summer circuit. Yeah, and you know, he got see I got seesaw something in me that I didn't see. You know, as far I mean, as football. Look, like I didn't I, mean, you I, hit, you, I, I never, I never took that opportunity. To say, no, let me just call him. Right, go work out with this guy. Let, let me just let me hmm. let me break down your resume. <laughs> okay, now I'm associated with football. Okay, you ran track and won gold medals, which means you faster than a motherfucker, right? You look like Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> if you put those together, that's got to be something good in football. Because if you can run fast and you strong as shit, they ain't gonna fuck with you too much. You know sure. what I'm saying? See, but CTE is a real thing. So no 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 you kind of dodged yeah. a bullet. I know. I think you did a, a smart move. I'm just saying 
I'm talking about with the with the gentleman yeah, he, he was, saw, yeah. the guy that gave you. Uh, yeah. He saw what I'm seeing and what the fuck you not understanding, yeah. which yeah, I'm that, shocked. <laughs> so what mirror do you have in your house, sir? Uh, or I, don't I got, you? A, I got a few mirrors, but just that not big enough. <laughs> you, need, you need the full wall mount shit, all right? Because it ain't working out. This nigga look like a boxer on the low. Like he fucking niggas up just cause. <laughs> so so you. I, I'm I'm always of the opinion, and I, and I think this should always be celebrated. Student athletes that are able to gain a scholarship, right, mm-hmm. is is a big milestone to me, right. So not too many get that opportunity. Then to be able to play, I believe you started from jump, right, at St. John's. Yeah, um, maybe like the third game or something. Like you you got in pretty early playing consistently. I think there's only. Two games that I didn't start since I was while I was at St. John's. Only two games. Your whole career at St. John's, you only missed two games. Yeah. Wow. So that's another milestone, right? So you was there. You you were uh, an important part of that team, right? Then you had, and I want you to kind of get into this. Like, how do you end up actually graduating? And it seems like it was on time, Mm -hmm. right? And then you go and get a master's degree. Okay, Almost well, immediately following. Well, no? let me let me correct yeah, that. Um, please, please, because the internet's I, I, a motherfucker. Sometimes I did. I, I graduated on time. Okay, you know, I got my bachelor's. I actually started my master's program early because I want to. I want to finish my my basketball career. My first year, I redshirted. Yeah. Okay. So I right. didn't play my first year. So therefore, when I did play my first year, I was a sophomore. Yep. So as a senior, I still had one more year as a Billy left. Got it. So I went back. Uh, for my masters, I actually got uh, a few more credits to get my masters, and right now I'm in you know transition on you know, working on that right now. Okay. Um, I, I I wanted to finish off strong because I felt that my senior year, I didn't I didn't I didn't go out the way I wanted to go out. Uh-huh. Um, we had a good year, but we didn't have a great year. Okay. And what what do you I mean? Wanted, like what what was missing in your mind? Uh, championships. Okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> individual <laughs> goals. Um, you know, I wanted. I never want to end my career off on a bad note, and I felt like my senior year, if I would have just stopped, it would have been on a bad note. Mm. Um, my my last you know year of playing there, uh, we did great. You know, we 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 beat a lot of teams. Uh. Went to NIT tournament, you know, we won. And the guys I was with, their passion for the game was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, we we practiced every day, 7 o'clock in the morning. So we had to be there early. So whoever wasn't there, we knew that they wasn't, you know, for us. You they know, weren't they, about, they, the, they, about they, what you're trying to do. Exactly. They wasn't for, you know, what we was trying to accomplish. Gotcha. But everybody, every day, showed up on time. That's crazy. So, you know, that's that's a lot of dedication. And like I said, I wanted to finish it on a, on a positive note. How when you when you say that that there has to be a pretty substantial amount of leadership on that team, and I don't necessarily mean one player, right? There's got to be a lot of folks together to make that happen. Who would you say were like the figureheads or like the leaders that really made that thing go? Um. And number you don't one, have to be humble. Number no, number I'm never be. I mean, I'm always humble, but I'm gonna just tell it like it is. Um, you know, the coaches number one was dedicated. Um, 
uh, Donald Emanuel, um, Sharif Fordham, Marcus Hatton, myself, um, Andre Stanley. Like, these are the guys that night in, night out, and as long as everybody, but those are the main guys that was, you know what, this is what we're going to do. Let's get it done. If you ain't doing it right, they're going to get on you. Yeah. You're like, so they made sure everybody got whatever they had to get done. So I, I, I take my hats off to them, you know. And then you got the, the, the freshmen that came in and they had to follow suit. It was difficult for them because we put a high, you know, a high ball up there. Listen, this is how it's going to go. I know you're a freshman, but for us to be successful, you got to be successful. Mm. So you got to come in here and play as a team instead of playing as an individual. Right. You know, so I, I mean, what I love most about it is that you saw other people with the same hunger that you had at that time. And um, I got to imagine, because I, I got to seldom experience that kind of like unity, right? Where someone, all everybody, all parties involved wanted that same goal. Was that mo like... I, Talking about it, I'm, I feel like a fucking rush, right? <laughs> seriously, like, no, seriously, because if you, everybody in the room want the same shit and we all pulling, God yeah. damn, yeah, I, that's, I'm, yeah. that's unstoppable. I'm higher than a motherfucker right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I wonder if in your experience in basketball experience, did you always find that or was it hard to find? I imagine that that's not something that isn't common. And I wonder yeah. if that's yet your experience is like, you felt like, damn, I wish I had that experience again or what? I mean, it's, it's hard to find because that's not everybody's projective, you oh. know. And it's just, like I said, my senior year, everybody's on the same page because we had a lot of seniors. Gotcha. So everybody yeah. wanted to go out on the same note. Gotcha. Um, Even uh, playing the AAU, you know, one year we uh, lost one game. Wow. We lost one game. We traveled Everywhere. We played against everybody. And the game that we lost, it wasn't even an official game. It was an exhibition game. Mm. And the team that we wound up playing against, it was it was uh, in California. We played against Shea Cotton. Okay. I think Shea Cotton, um, Corey Benjamin. Okay. Against those guys. Corey Benjamin, he played in the NBA. Yeah. They're for the, the Clippers, I think, no? We played against those guys. And they were supposed to be playing against um, Long Island Panthers. But they had to go to another tournament. So we just, you know, took their spot. Exhibition game, we lost, no problem. The next day, we played the same team, beat them by like 30. Damn, son. So that so lost hurt. Next, the very next it, day. It, it hurt, but then again, it didn't hurt because we, we still yeah, got the championship. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Smoke okay. We still got the championship. <laughs> what the, yo, I don't understand. I don't understand how it just one day later, you are comp what happened the day before? Because we, we knew it was an exhibition game. So it really so didn't yeah, matter just, to yeah, us. I played it like that. Yeah, like we, we, we just have fun, you know. We played hard. I understand. But we just have fun with it. Not saying that they wasn't prepared. Because they was definitely prepared to play Long Island Panthers. And, and y'all was, was on some like, low management shit. Like, was, was, ah, I'm going to play two minutes. It's not we 25. Just, <laughs> we were just waiting for the next day. That's all. I waited for the next day. Like, no, so but, we, we have fun. I just want to say something about low management, though. The term load management is a new one in basketball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that was load management, Shaq. Oh, <laughs> years forever, ago. Forever. In the in the Lakers forever. years. I'm just saying, like, like I remember one year he came in big, like fat, and they still went to the fight. They lost to the Pistons in the NBA fight, I think it was two thousand four. That yeah. motherfucker missed games too that year. I I remember. But the thing is the term load management yeah. wasn't there. That shit's just popular now. It's now they, because they it's it. obvious. Yeah. 
All right, I just want to say that real quick. You was right. say so that, that's your little lesson for today, y'all. Mm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so take so you you like I said earlier in the open, you played a lot of summer you know summer ball uh, entertainer entertainers entertainer baller classic. I fucked that all up. Entertainment, yeah. I fucked it up. Entertainment basketball class. Yeah, see, I fucked it Entertainment up. Entertainment basketball class. Yeah, he looked at you like, yeah, nigga, get He's it right, like, nigga. He's like, no, he was like, yo, you think you speak Spanish? Shit right, nigga. I know I, play, I know I play handball, but I ain't Puerto Rican, nigga. Yeah, like, yeah, he was saying, he gave you, uh, if you mm. can rewind that stare that he gave you, I'll, I'll, he, he gave me, he, I, yo, he gave me the crazy I'm eye. Give you my, I'm like, yeah. Yo, I was oh, yo, ABC. I was ready to take my wallet out, just put it in your pocket, get the fuck up out of here. I'm good. Yo, so so you played you played in the classic uh, mm-hmm. in that that league for a while. Um, I know you you mentioned earlier you played for Fat Joe's Terror Squad team, mm-hmm. coached by Mousy. I want to say right. Yes. Were you a part of that game after the blackout? Were you there after the blackout? So there was a blackout. I think. Oh, you know what? I think there was going up against Jay's team. And oh, Jay Z team. And Jay team didn't show up. I don't think you were there because I saw a doc about it. I was, I was there, but I wasn't on, <laughs> on the, the team. Squad. Okay. Um. But I, I was there. It was, it was packed. Like yeah, that, that, shit was that crazy. park was. You couldn't get in. Like it was, from what I was told, it was packed at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and the like, game was like at seven. Or yeah. Some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, only if you was part of, you know. Fat Joe, Terror Squad, you know, their their entourage, you got in. Mm-hmm. If you was with, you know, Jay-Z and them, then you got in. And you you was already affiliated with the Terror Squad crew? I, I, I knew them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew them. So when did you actually start playing with them, and how long was that run? Uh, The, the following year. Okay. Um, We won two chips. Uh, It was it was great. I, I just love playing out there. Like, the energy and, you know, the fans and... It's it's a different feeling. Like you got everybody, you know, that's playing in the NBA coming down there. We had Kobe Bryant come down there and play. Wow. We had uh, um, everybody. Uh, Baron Davis come down and play. Yeah. Allen Iverson, Stephon Marbury. It's like that. That energy was just crazy. For some reason, I think about the movie right now. Uh, White man can't jump. Right when they were playing in that little uh, tournament, there was like a two on two tournament outside. And yeah. Can do it. it was it like. First of all, what was that like? Because that's my vision right now. Was it like hype <laughs> like that? Motherfucker was just throwing it off the backboard and killing shit. No, it, it, it was it very was, more like it was more like just playing out there. You get a different feeling. Okay, and and that's got, uh, hold on. I need to interrupt you. That's coming from somebody who's <laughs> played as his home court, Madison Square Garden. So you talking about a whole different. It feeling. is. It's a different feeling, like. You got people, it's projects across the street. You yeah. got people looking at their window on top of the roof. There's a bridge. People standing on a bridge just looking at the game. If you can't get in, they're trying to find the best seat. You know, seat. You know, they're possible, but that energy is just crazy those years that I played. I have fun. We all have fun. What uh, If you could pick one highlight of your personal highlight at EBC, what would it be? Uh, I probably said my my first chip, one of my first championship too. And I had a um, I got the seven foot trophy. Wow! Um, so everybody on the team got one. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I thought it was a person. And that was that was my first actual seven foot trophy. 
I don't even know how to. I, yeah. I, I don't, where do you do you still have that? No. Okay, I was gonna say because where the fuck do you put I that? Don't, I mean, I I, I had it in my mom's you know apartment because I said you know I, I gave it to her. Yeah. Um, I don't know where it is now. Yeah, no, because <laughs> no, no, no. What happened is you gave her the trophy, <clears throat> and she had to move out of her apartment because where are you gonna fit it? <laughs> Listen, I, I left a lot of trophies in my mom's apartment. Like it's all her whole living room. One side is for me, the other side is for my little brother, and everything in the middle is for the company. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's yo, your mom was like, part. I guess I'll just sleep in the bathroom. <laughs> no, if, so if your mom is anything like our mom. It's probably a whole bunch of clothes on top of the fucking uh, trophy. It's stuck in the corner somewhere. So if we look good, we'll probably find it. My mom, she cherished all the stuff that, you know, myself and, you know, my little brother gave as far as, you know, basketball. But like I said, that that moment, my first championship, and then the following year we won again, and that's when I got, you know, the jacket and... We, we're going to show... That's going to be extended footage for those that actually subscribe to... Wherever you can subscribe to this fucking podcast. No, what, what's gonna be extended? We're gonna show the the Pele Pele flavor that he got. Oh yeah, man. Yo, what size is the Pele Pele? <laughs> my size. Oh, that was gonna be Come my on, son. He grew up in the Bronx. God, God. Damn, damn, that was my line. <laughs> Yo, that's the X right here. Shit, and it is his size too. I wouldn't fit that motherfucker. <laughs> so, so if. If you look, I'm assuming you still follow St. John's. Like you, oh, you watch them. You kind of understand what's going on. How excited are you with Mike Anderson taking over the reins and and some of the things that are happening? Because, for instance, um, we've been watching a lot of uh, basketball, high school level basketball yeah, okay. these days. Yep. And recently, I've seen um, OSL, our, our Savior Lutheran, play. Uh, a few few games. They got a Posh Alexander and yeah, and Dylon. Dylon. They both oh, going. Yeah. Saint John. They both yeah. going to St. John's. Very good players. If you haven't seen them, I recommend watching. And I know Very they good. they putting together a pretty interesting draft class. And I, I mean, right now they got a pretty standout kind of crew. Yeah. Right. How do you feel? Like, does it? I don't know how closely you follow it, so I guess I'll ask that question first. But like, are you following them close enough to kind of get excited about what seems to be building over there? Well, so far. Um, all the home games, I believe I probably missed one game. Um, like you physically there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Games. Oh, okay. so, oh, St. John's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So I, 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 mean, I still go to the games. Um, he's that dude. They, uh, they're doing a great job, you know, and the, the style that Coach Anderson is, is bringing to the table, is, is it fits them. Yeah. You know, run, move the ball, you know, uh, move without the ball. You know, talk on defense. It, it fits us. Right. If it, it, it fits our style of play, um, once again, the players, once again, gotta gotta make a decision where my plan for me or my plan for us. Mm. You know, and right now they're playing for us. Um, right. I just actually uh, went to the game on New Year's Eve when they played against uh, Butler. Butler, yeah, that was a close ass game. What happened was the first half we didn't play. You know. Our, our style of basketball. Okay. We played their style. Okay. The second half was a totally different ball game. Mm. Um, we was down by probably like twenty, yeah, a little more. I saw, and we bit. came back. Mm-hmm. We came back. Almost won that by, shit. Almost won. We only lost by two points. So the character is there. The 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 the, 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 the we got the players. You know, once again, you down by that much, and you come back against a good team. Most by the way. most players, yeah. most teams probably would have folded. That's true. We're not folding. Like I said, they they show good character. Regardless if we we lost, 
they show good character. They show heart. They wasn't going to just lay down for anybody. They, they fought, they fought, they fought. They came back. And like I said, I take my hats off to them because, like I said, right now we're doing a great job. And I think we're going we're gonna to finish so strong in the end. You know, so what, what surprised me most about you attending um, that many games, uh, St. John's home games, is not necessarily the fact. So for my where my shot comes in is like, that's not, in my opinion, typical from play, past players to mm -hmm. show that kind of commitment to the, to the alma mater. You know what I mean? That's where I'm coming from. Okay. Not the fact that you would actually go because they're good or not. Like, I think it's just the idea that you're there, period. And, and that committed, right? Mm -hmm. You might show up to a game or two, but to be that committed, like, says a lot about you. Because I did not expect that answer from you right now. I ain't going to hold you. Not because okay. of you personally. I understand. Just in general. I'm like, yeah, so, you know what I mean? I'm cool. You know, more relaxed about the shit. You know what I mean? But I love it because I think, especially here in New York, I'll give you an example, right? Nationally televised, you got Duke, for example. You got a lot of great Duke players, right? Mm -hmm. Grant Hill and stuff. And they're all over the place. You know, you see them everywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't see that same commitment from many other schools, and especially St. John's, right? Even though there's a lot of players that came out here. Chris Mullen, yourself, mm -hmm. you know, Felipe. We got players. It's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? But it's not as prominent as a Duke, for example. So a person like you going back, I feel it's a, it says a lot. Because we need more of that. We need more of like, yo, so that we, we the shit too. You know what I mean? We got some things going on around here. Like Eric Barkley or something. But where you at? I don't know. But I, I, it would. we need that because I feel like especially New York-centered players, when you talked about the Garden, we all from New York. Son, this is a fucking mecca, right? Of course. And of course. a lot of motherfucking great players, Michael Jordan included, even though I'm a Bulls fan, but he came from Brooklyn, mm -hmm. came from this motherfucker. Exactly. Know? And we got to rep that. And a person like yourself, I, that's why I'm speaking that so I just want to big you up for that because you didn't that. have to do that even though you like basketball it's not always the same shit it's not always <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean one plus one is not always two in this particular case yeah. my opinion no I mean right, right now I think St. John's is in a process of um, reaching out to alumni and alumni are coming in so okay. um, a lot of a lot of guys is coming back you know to see the games to be a part of uh, um the this year's, yeah, this year's team, uh, the the coaching staff, like you know, just even just spread a little wisdom to the players. You know, um, I think more more now than before because, like I said, I I could see it from being the alumni, being somebody on the outside, mm -hmm. and you know, like I said, we, Eric Barkley came back, uh, okay. Chutney Gray. Wow. Uh, Zender Hamilton. I was just um, about to ask about him. Uh, Philippe came a few times. Um, was uh Ryan Williams a few uh, show, Showtime on downhill like uh, Marcus Hatton a lot of guys are coming back you know wow. and it's it's a good thing because like I said we don't we don't see a lot of alumni you know yeah around yeah right like like right. they do like you said right so right. now right. guys starting to come back and you know catch a few games uh, myself like I said, I'm from I'm from New York I, I live here so. Um, the guys that live here, you know, they might have other things they got to deal with. You yeah, know, work life, wise, life happens. Yeah. It's so hard. So with me, you know, I could go and then you know go back home. So my my job is from seven to three. Right. Yeah. So games at nighttime, I could make it. I got. If you. I ain't got you know family issues, I got to attend right. to. But the the other thing that you're not mentioning is you have a basketball fiend of a family. Of course. And here's, here's, <laughs> here's how I know that, right? So I was at the PSA Cardinals event uh, at Mount St. Michael a few weeks ago. 
and I'm sitting with Kyle Cuff and his wife watching his son, and I see, I meet your wife, and your daughter was there also. I don't know how many other children you have, but the fact that- I just got one. Okay. I and that's more than one, enough. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that out there right now. And I, yo, I was I was just listening, right? I, you know, I say hi. I, actually, I went to them. I was like, yo, because I, I, when we spoke, uh-huh. I remember hearing somebody in the background, so I assumed it was your lady. Mm. And I was like, yo, I mean, I was speaking to your husband the other day to set something up for, and she was like, oh yeah, I remember your voice. I was like, yeah, I figured that was you. <laughs> <laughs> so- so I'm I'm listening, and yo, your wife is engaged in the games, and she wow. was there. I think she missed maybe one game, right? Yeah. So when I hear that, and knowing obviously you being a, a devout basketball career, you know, career aholic here, I'm like, see, that's the kind of support that would allow for something like this to happen, right? For yeah. you to obviously you taking care of your business, your work responsibility as a dad, all of that, but you carve out time because your wife sympathizes I'm sure mm-hmm. and your kid also sympathizes with the passion that lives in your household around basketball yeah. so while for, for most I would say it's probably difficult to be able to carve out that time to attend as many games as you do at St. John's I would love to but reality is I can't right yeah. and, and no knock on my wife my wife is super supportive and everything but it's just like yo real life is a motherfucker so yeah, 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 you know what I mean yeah. so lucky for you I got three kids so lucky for you you only got one <laughs> what? and she's a, she's an adult now right she yeah does. yeah she, she's she's uh, 18 I call her my mini me now she's 20 20 mini okay my mini. I call her my mini me that's, that's <laughs> oh, my mini twin me, sorry. <laughs> yeah that's my twin she did give me the crazy eyes when I introduced myself she did she was like my, who my you daughter? yeah yeah she don't play she was like who yeah, you she, oh oh my mother co-signed it oh okay okay you good then she don't play Look at you, what? Yeah, yeah, like she, yeah. Straight off. Yeah, she probably get that from my father. <laughs> nah, she gets that from her, my mother. Her mom, like, her mom yeah, like, no joke. She look like she mm, not to be messed with. And her mom, she get that same look too. If she don't know you. She, she uh, yeah. yeah, I got, I got the double. I got the double. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm gonna stay my ass right on this side. Of this <laughs> nah, shit. but they, yo, but they were lovely people. Yeah. Lovely yeah. people. Yeah. I, I want to say this real quick. Um, uh, I was talking about St. John's earlier, as far mm-hmm. as like the alum. Something I just, it just popped in my head. Mark Jackson. Mm. Okay. Mark, listen to me, Mark mm. Jackson. Wait, wait, before you continue, are you a Knicks fan? No. I'm, a, I'm not a, a Knicks fan. suffering Knicks fan? What are you? A, a, a used to what be Knicks fan. What fan are you? What a fan are you? I'm a Boston fan. Celtics? Yeah. Because of Kemba or before? Not before. Okay. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say before because uh, they were the last team that I actually worked out for. Ah. Get out of here. Yeah. Ah. Is that how this shit works? <laughs> I'm just ah. saying. They gave me... They, they were the last thing they gave me the opportunity. What year, what year was that? That was, I believe that was- Last week. 2005. <laughs> 2005. 2005. 2005. Right, right, right before they um they won their first chip. So they, Paul Pierce oh, and Ray. Pierce, oh, yeah. no. So they were there already, though. Paul Pierce was there. Ray, did they just trade for Ray Allen? I think that was right around that time. Yeah. It was either right after that or but right- that's when, I think that's when uh I think Big Baby got there. Mm. Eddie House was there? Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. I, I want you to get back to what you were saying about oh, Mark okay, Jackson. Oh, okay, okay. So real quick. So um, I thought I thought I was linking the, what you were about to say with him, but he just <laughs> fucked it up. That nigga, the whole Boston Celtics shit. To Boston. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm still a New Yorker, man, in my heart, but I, I'm just a Boston I, yo, fan. Listen, I'm know? a Bulls fan. He, we had this shit. Oh, I, I'm, I, can't, <laughs> I can't be upset. The way the Knicks have been, I can't be upset yo, when you say tough, you're not. Man. It's tough being a Knicks fan. Yeah, yeah, shit. Did ass. But go ahead, Mark Jackson. <laughs> Oh, so my point is, Mark Jackson's probably the most prominent figure St. John's has had. I'm trying to think as far Chris as- Chris Mullen? 
I say Mark Jackson because he's on national television. Oh, right now in, yeah. the, in the eye of people. Okay. I, I'm just talking about like popularity wise, not necessarily like the best player yeah, yeah, that yeah. ever came out of St. John's. That's not, I'm not even going there. But I think that he, and it's, I'm not knocking Mark because I, he, he was in rumors before Chris Mullen was hired, uh, previous to coach. His name was uh, like considered or mentioned for the head coaching vacancy at the time. I still don't understand why he's not coaching, but that's not that's you talking about for St. John's or for the Knicks? St. John's. Okay. Yeah, St. John's. The Knicks need or not. No, because he's in rumors for all of that shit. Yeah. Shit, I want him to coach the Bulls personally, but I fuck yeah, we're gonna throw that shit out. We're gonna edit that part out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that nigga now. Oh, I know, yo. Oh, let me say two things about Mark Jackson because Mark Jackson was one of my favorite point guards as a child, as a kid, because I loved the pass. I loved it so much. I still love the pass. But for me, he just he put a little butter on that sauce. You know what I mean? He put a little cream on that whip. You know what I mean? He just (laughs) the man did something with the ball like magic, like Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? Like he literally was. For me, doing magic tricks yeah. with the ball. And you got the ball, and you don't know how you got the ball. And, and so I just want to say that. And yeah. the last thing I want to say is, I think that the association, in comparison to a Grant Hill, for example, Duke, Grant Hill. Yeah. So no matter he played so in the Pistons, you think Duke, you think Grant Hill. Yeah. I don't necessarily see that with Mark Jackson. For I don't know what reason. I don't know why that's not associated. I don't know if he's distance himself because I know he lives in California now or is it just like that's not something that we think because St. John's is not such a prominent school in comparison to Duke, North Carolina. I, th- I think that's it. I think right there what you just said. Okay. I, I don't, I, I know from hearing him he always talks about St. John's. Okay. So it's not like yeah. he's ducking St. John's. I got John's, you. you know I got you. I and got I don't you. think any alumni from St. John's no, do that. I, I don't think the right that. They're just that, you know, like I said, people got you know, other things going on. Yeah. Um, when they can make time to show up, you know, out of their busy schedule, you know, they, they show up. Um, like I said, Mark Mark came to the school a few times when I was there. Oh, okay. So I, oh, I seen cool. them. So that's I, cool. I, I seen him a few times. Um, that's cool. You know, great guy. That's you know, awesome. Great guy. Um, um, uh, Walter Berry, great guy. Mm. Great guy. I seen him as well. Um, so, People do come back, you know, whether it be for, you know, hour, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it may be, you know, spread their wisdom and, you know, what they think about the team. And then, you know, they go back to doing what they was doing. But Spe- Speaking of wisdom, were you wise enough when you were coming up in high school and attending college to prepare for life after basketball? No. That's interesting you say no. that because the fact that you actually graduated <clears> – <throat> What, I felt like you had some sort of plan. And it could have simply just been, your parents was like, I don't give a fuck. You better come out of there with a goddamn degree. Which no. is valid. Right? Yeah, they, they would def- definitely wanted me to get my education. Definitely. So you didn't really... Was the transition for you... And I mean, I know you still play today, but at the, at the height of your basketball career, when you were playing professionally overseas and whatnot, mm-hmm. when you had to transition to quote-unquote normal life, was that a very difficult thing for you? It was because now you got to put together you know, a, a resume. And uh-huh. um, the only thing that was on my resume was, you know, my education. And most of the time you have to show some kind of, uh, you know, work information. And on th- I did play basketball. So I can't, I can't put on my resume uh, graduate from St. John's 2003 uh, work uh, yeah. basketball. I, I can't put that. 
Right. So now I had to try to figure <laughs> out power forward, <laughs> undersized power forward you at, know. in Argentina. So I had to I had to basically you know sit down and try to figure out what it is that I wanted to do, and you know that took a little while and you know talking to a lot of people and and you know putting you know, my name out there. I started off doing private coaching mm-hmm. and then uh, coaching at uh, BSNY. Then I went from there, and then I just worked on, you know, kept working with kids. You know, it's funny you say that because when you told me that you're, you know, a devout St. John's like supporter, I should call mm-hmm. it, you know, um, I immediately thought in my head, I'm like, why isn't he associated deeper with St. John's in terms of like working for them in some capacity? That's the first thing that came to my head because okay. of your. Resume, obviously, number one, and your experience, and the fact that you are there visibly, visible, visibly, whatever yep. the fuck. <laughs> that one. All right, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> this, yo, this, this, this ain't grammar class. Listen, you this want English? Class. English is next door. It, that's the podcast you're looking for. We not this. This one. is the motherfucking Bronx, all right? Home hip hop. Work with it. So I just want to know if that was ever. Even in your head, in their head, or was it like you don't see yourself? In, and it's not a knock on what you do today, which I mm. will talk about at all, because I think what you're doing is as important because you're still serving youth. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying because of what you brought to the table or bring to the table in basketball and your resume, I wonder. I know that that can translate well to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. At the time, I wasn't even thinking about becoming you know a coach at St. John's or any university. Gotcha. When I when I just when I finished playing ball in Argentina, I just came home and I just relaxed. Cause most time, you know, when guys like myself come home from playing ball overseas, you can't just relax. Right. Because, you know, you're gonna come home for a few months and then you're gonna write back, you know, to whatever country you're going to. But this time I knew I was coming home and I was gonna just stay home. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know what, let me just you know relax for a few try to get my thoughts together, figure out what I'm going to do, you know, so forth and so on. So I think I relaxed a lot. A little too much. A, a lot. Yeah, I relaxed a lot. So when I came home, uh, I want to say, I think I came home like in probably April, and I started actually doing something like in July. That's not a lot. It's a yo, lot man, for me. Yo. Okay, for you. For me, it's a lot. I, I'm, I'm thinking, yo, I'm thinking year and year. a half. I'm thinking next I'm thinking year. year and a half no, break. It's, it's, it's a lot for me yo. because I'm I'm used to doing something constantly. Yeah, you're always on the go. I'm always doing something constantly. May, June, July. No. That's Listen, That's for me, it's a lot. Okay, for, all right. For somebody Fair else, enough. it might not be a lot. I, I Shit, know, for, for me. That's a weekend for me. I for me, <laughs> Three months a week. For me, it's different. I, mean, I, was, I was always taught, you know, Work, 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 work. So for me to come home and then have like three weeks with nothing, like I, it didn't throw me off, but I wasn't thinking about becoming no college coach. I understand. I understand. Uh, um, I, I think that question, I think as far as being prepared in in that time frame of school, like being prepared, I think about that, I think it's a very mature, and I, I would venture to say that most people do not have that at that age. Yeah, people generally. Of not that even matter. athletes. Like Period. People. And especially because I say that about athletes because we put so, in this society, we put so much onus on 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 these youngsters, basically the kids, 
coming up there and being NBA players and they expect so much of them because society's put that kind of pressure on them because yeah. of their talents, exactly. right? So we thinking, they motherfuckers, they could be the President of the United States right now, <laughs> the way we think yeah. it. Yeah. And right now, that's not saying shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody feel like, freaking, so. I'm about to cast my motherfucking vote for me. <laughs> anyway, but I'm saying, I say that to say like, we don't, I know I'm guilty of this too. I'm like, like how the hell does this kid not know better? Like, but, I don't look at it like you're a kid. You, to me, you're a man at that time. But it's mm -hmm. unfair because you're still 18, 19. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. no, you know what I'm saying? So I think we put too much pressure on people, on, especially on athletes, to get it right in that time frame, if that makes any sense. And I think that's a, that's a difficult, in my opinion, this is my opinion, that's just a more difficult expectation than meets the eye unless you have people around you kind of already sprinkling that, that shit yeah. in your head yeah. early. If you yeah. don't have that, then... I think definitely. it's more normal not to. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the same vein, it's talking about the people surrounding you, when you came back finally from Argentina and you were like, all right, now I got to figure out what I'm going to do, who was the first phone call to help you kind of start thinking about that process? My wife, of course. Um, she helped me um, figure out, you know, certain things. And uh, I reached out to Bingo yeah. um, as well. Like I said, that's. That's that's one of the guys that you know if, if I ever have any question, you know, I know I could call him any time of day and he'll give me an answer, whether it be the answer that I want or answer I don't want, or the answer you need, or answer I need. Right. So um, him, uh, my uh, my parents as well. As, as well. Um, like I said my my circle is not really big. I keep my circle small. Um, that's great, family, actually. Family oriented, so you know I don't I don't go too far outside the box. So if I if I could take you back to Argentina real quick, right? Mm -hmm. So you were outside of Buenos Aires, so you weren't playing in a in a major city, right? If I if I'm correct, mm. you were like two hours away, roughly. Uh, from Buenos the closest, Aires, the closest team to Buenos Aires, I was I want to say probably about five to six hours. Ooh, the closest. Okay, so you play for Ciclista Olimpico, I think is the name of the team. You like that, right? See that? <laughs> <laughs> Flip that on you. Um, you you did some interesting things over there from the little bit I was able to piece together. Mm -hmm. um, most notable, and correct me if I'm wrong, because again, the internet is a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. um, the team you were playing on was basically a relegated team, so they were in the in the lower division, right? Yeah. You get there, or maybe you've been there a little bit. I don't know how long you were there, um, and you, along with the rest of the team. You guys, I want to say you won the championship first time in God knows how many years, mm -hmm. right? And then you get elevated to the to the higher league. Yep. How big of a moment was that for you in the context of that town in Argentina? Because I have to imagine that was a, a historic moment for the fans of that group, right? How were you treated and how was it for you? Well, one, um, it was a, my first time being in Argentina at the time. And the people there is unbelievable. Like, I, like they're they're just like to me. They're just like New Yorkers. Like they will welcome you in. You know, make sure things are quit is okay. Um, and I hate to say this, but <laughs> if 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 you're not performing, they're gonna let you know that Perfect. you're not doing your job. Perfect. Like they're gonna give it to you, you straight. Exactly. Like you you gotta pick this up. Um. There was a point in time where 
that team actually was going to was going to let me go. Oh. But my agent fought spoke for he fought for me. He spoke to them. And you know, through the grace of God, I, I stayed there. And my numbers went up. We was winning. We actually won more games on the road than anybody else on on that level. So we was basically winning games at home and on the road. Okay. So it made it be- made it good for us. Right. And when we won the championship, it was like New Year's. Mm. Like they had they had they had the whole team on a uh, the fire truck. Okay. Wow. We went through the whole city. Wow. <laughs> we had so many motorcycles and cars behind us. We going past red lights. Cops <laughs> holding the traffic for us. Wonderful. Now when I got dropped off. In front of the uh, arena, the gym, you know, my house is walking while it's probably like 10 minutes. Okay. I'm walking home with my wife and my daughter. There's a big crowd in front of my house. Oh. Oh, shit. You know That's how scary. hard You know how hard it is to, <laughs> to get from the corner? And, and my house was basically 15 steps from the corner. Okay. I signed so many shirts, sneakers. I'm just signing. By the time I get to my darn door, I ain't got no ink in my pen. <laughs> <laughs> but it was wonderful. Like the right. love that they showed, it was it was great. And like I, I always say, that like that city is like my second home. That is incredible. Like I, I love that city. Have you gotten back since you since you left? No. Okay. No. I, I never. Well, after the first year we won, the second year we went to. Um, uh, the first division called the A division, yeah. and there's another another team that's in the same city. Basically, mm-hmm. it's called Kimsa, and they went to the championship game last year, or the year before, and they lost. Mm-hmm. So it was like a rival thing now. Yeah, because now we're in the A division, you're in the A division. So now there's only one city. So who's gonna yeah. represent that city? Yeah. So just so happens. They wasn't prepared for us, but we was prepared for them. Mm. So we beat them at their gym and at our gym. Mm. So y'all was the kings of the city. Yeah, and then what happened was we wound up playing them in the playoffs, uh, first round. Wow. We beat them in the playoffs. And the team that won last year, which was Libertad, we played them and we got beat. Wow. Gotcha. Oh, okay, I... um. I don't mean to backtrack, but I, I'm. This is how I knew you, and I need to ask a little bit more St. John's questions real quick mm-hmm. because I was excited to watch you play, um, and I'm sure my brother, everybody was. But talk, take, take us to that f- time frame, the players that you played with, etc. I want to know more so what your expectations were going in first year that you have. Like, yo, we're going to win about this motherfucker. We got the squad. Or did you look at the landscape and say, yeah, son, this team is tight? Or were you even thinking about that at all? What was your mindset going into St. John's? Well, my first year, like I said, um, I knew I was, I was going to St. John's with a point guard that I knew, Eric Barkley. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guys was already there, Chutney Gray. Uh, you had uh, Reggie Jesse. Um, and you had some more other guys that was already there. Um, my my mind frame was I'm just gonna go in there I'm gonna just play, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna make sure that I give it my all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna outwork whoever I gotta defend, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna make whoever defended me I'm gonna make him work even harder. Right. Um. 
that was just my mind frame. Like, I, I, of course, I wanted to win championships. Sure. Um, but my my main goal was let me just get my foot in the door first. Gotcha. Once I get on that basketball court, and then you know it'll work itself out. As far as the undersized center thing in college, particularly, did that show for you? Like, did that was like, damn son, I am a little undersized here, or was that like I don't even think about? You so used to I, playing seven footers, a young girl fuck. I didn't. I didn't even think about it because when when you playing against a team, mm-hmm. they're gonna. They're going to watch film on you. Gotcha. So of course they watch film on me. Right. Who who wouldn't? Right. You know, and just like we you watch film on me, I'm watching film on you. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, guys see me. Someone who's taller than me, someone about my height, they'll post me up and they think it's gonna be easy. It's never easy. Right. Like it's, I, it's I all just, good on paper. Yeah, like I, I always play with heart. Like there's nobody. And I'm going to say this. There's nobody in St. John's that I play with at St. John's that play with more heart than me. Mm. It's mm. nobody. Because that's mm. that's just how I play. Sure. I'm not saying that I'm the most talented person. Yeah, I understand no. what you're saying. But when it comes down to that, the heart, like, I'm going to work Out all hard day. the hell out like, of yeah, everybody. Like I'm, that's, that's, that's just me. And I'm, I'm never going to let it be an easy you know, two points. I'm going to foul you. I'm going to foul you. Then you make the free, go to free throw line. You're gonna think about coming to the paint the next time. <laughs> that's like that's that's how I play, and and that's how I was always play. I still play this to this day. I think that's something that's missing in the NBA right now. As far as we, they, I call them statement fouls. Like you just made a statement, right? Like nigga, like for example, back in the '80s, uh, late '80s, you know, Jordan would go down the lane, Charles Oakley would, would rip his fucking take mm-hmm. his legs under him. You know, and uh, I'm surprised he ain't break his neck, but. What I'm saying is at that time they was trying to send a statement. And I feel like in NBA now it's a little soft in terms of like statement files because that's a fucking flavor. Of course. But I don't necessarily, me personally, I don't, because unless it's something that you push a person in the air and he break his neck. Yeah, that, that, for me, that, that's, that don't, I don't condone that. That right yeah. there, that's some other yeah. shit for yeah. me. But I'm talking about like, yo, hard file, like you yeah. got to think, yo, that's, that's basketball. Yeah. Because, you know, because that's, it's a contact sport. And I'm sorry exactly. I'm rambling right now. Just bear with me and I'll try to make a point with you. But you understand that it's a contact sport, right? You're going to be physical with people. Mm-hmm. Fouls are going to occur because ain't nobody perfect out here, all right? And people are super duper quick. But that is part of the game. It's yeah. like, nigga, if you're playing rugby, you're not expecting people not to touch you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know rugby, but they just like it's like yeah, football no. without the. But anyway, I'm just saying it's that's part of it. So I think that shit is a little missing. I just want to segue in now. I don't know why I said that, but I just want to say that because you're a physical yeah. motherfucking specimen. Yeah, I mean, physicality a, was part of your. That's yeah, a, I, I love it because I, I say it like this: if I'm able to dish it out, I got to be able to take it as well. Facts. Gotcha. And I don't, I don't mind getting fouled. I, I actually like it. Tell you the truth, it motivates me to even file you harder. So it, oh god, this is a fight. It, I can't. Not, it's, I mean, to me, it's it's not a fight. It's just that you know, it's still sharper than still. For almost. instance, um, my my first year when I was playing in Korea, a, a guy had the ball. Me, and good guy, American guy. He had the ball, so I smacked the ball. His hands, the hands part of the ball. Right. So I smacked his hand in the ball. The ball came out. I actually. And I'm not bragging about it. And I didn't do it on purpose. But I actually kind of broke his finger. Oh, hell no. But Mm-mm. it wasn't, he, he knew it wasn't intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, you, he, he was just out play. for a few. Yeah. yeah. So he was out for a few. And the same thing happened with me. Like, you know, had the ball and you know, right here is, it's been oh. like this for years. Okay, yeah, I see that. So it's, it's, it's basketball. And it, it's never personal. 
Because I, I don't play like that. Yes, I understand. You're not a dirty player. Yeah, I'm, I'm not you, a dirty you, player, but I just guy. play physical. Yeah, Like, that's tough. just the way I play. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to let you get anything easy. And like you said, nowadays, these kids play, they play soft. They play, right. you know, fancy. Don't get me wrong. Basketball is about, you know, highlights and sure. doing all that showboating, but, but at some point in time, you're going to have to be physical. Yeah, I just want to make this quick point. And I want to get into another question real quick. Um, so, from what I took from what the NBA did, like I, I go back to um, the San Antonio Spurs played the Detroit Pistons in the NBA Finals. I believe it was 2007. All right, Tim Duncan and I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you for this, this is my point about it. Mm -hmm. It was a very very physical game and it was a very defensive minded game. Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Tim Duncan, Tony Park, etc. Right? I'm a I love basketball. So there is no such thing as boring in basketball for me, because I, especially when it comes to a championship game, like I know there's it's coaching going on, there's some other shit going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at every single intangible of the game. Now the final scores was like seventy something to like eighty something. You know, good, it was not yeah. exciting from an offensive standpoint, but it was a dog fight. Personally, I could I appreciate it, but the ratings of the NBA finals went down significantly. So that's why I think they're more lenient about like nah let's if let's get the fouls in because now they're on the free throw line they could put this shit could be a one twelve to yeah to one hundred and five you know what I'm saying so I think that's the point of that anyway I say that to say I want to know about you as far as your in your opinion right mm -hmm. whether that be in college high school what have you or even in professional out there what was your toughest individual matchup who was the person that you said I got to play this nigga tonight because I'm good. Or was that even that? Nah, there has to be. It got to be something. Or maybe there's multiple, right? But I'm just saying like, was there a guy that you like, damn, son, I got to go up against. I got to do extra push-ups tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to, I might have to, I might have to um, do some crunches. Actually, there was two people. Okay. There's two people. Um, In high school, uh, Ron Artes. Mm. Oh, okay. Ron Artes. Okay. Um, me, me, like me and him, we are till this day. We're still, you know, close friends. That's cool. But in high school, like he was, he was the one I say, you know what? <laughs> Let me go to bed a little early. <laughs> 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 Let me make sure I get about twelve hours of sleep. <laughs> um, when I got to college, uh. I would say Eton Thomas. Oh, I love Eton. That was a big Syracuse guy. So. Yeah, me and him, like we had battles. Wow. Like I played, we played in Syracuse. Me and him both had ten and ten. Yo. Like it was like whatever you do, I'm doing it with you. Yeah, it's like that's a strong dude. I remember, you know what? <laughs> that's I, I, a strong coming dude. from a strong dude. <laughs> I remember those battles actually. I remember St. John's and Syracuse. I battles. gotta look those up. I remember dudes. that. I do remember that. Um, because I, I was I was a huge Syracuse Orangeman fan. Like that was my favorite team. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking um Carmelo came in after that. After yeah. Right, yeah, he was. Uh, Carmelo was there. He was, was there. he? Because yeah. oh. Eton played with him, and then he yeah. had um he had a uh, Hakeem Warwick, I believe it is. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. yep. Which another guy loved. He went to the NBA. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember everybody's, but I just remember it being on ESPN. Actually, y'all played a national television game. Yeah, against yeah. each other. That guy. Whew. That's crazy. Do y'all do still keep in touch? Like, do y'all reminisce about those days? Um, Eton, I haven't spoken to him in a long time. Okay, in a long time, but um. 
Because I would love to be a fly on the wall in those conversations. Like, you, you guys just talking shit about what y'all remember separately? Because I mean, we... the truth is somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's interesting. I mean, that is interesting. Like when, when guys come home, you know, that that's a way, or when they come to visit, you know, during the summertime, you know, if we ever get a chance to link up, then we'll link up. But definitely those talks are yeah, come has to play. be. Right, definitely, has to definitely. be. Like I busted your ass. Remember that move I hit you with? Nah, yeah. man, I blocked you though. I mean, yo, I, I gotta, <laughs> you gotta think about it like just human nature, right? Like, right. We could be in the same place at the same time, experiencing the same thing. I'm gonna remember it completely differently, That's true. and I'm gonna add my little sprinkle of fantasy on top of that shit, <laughs> subconsciously, right? Subconsciously. So, like, Word. that's usually how the shit goes. That's it's true. not. It's not me lying. It's just that's how my I recollect. You that's know what a mean? good exactly. Which is why I love, like, you know, when you kind of see. Um, on, on TV, like you see old players get together and talk about shit, and it's one of them will come out and check them like, bitch, that's not how that shit went. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that'd be us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yo. I think this um, for me, um, I associated you with Ryan Artest for some reason. Yeah, some reason, definitely. For some reason, definitely. I don't know why because mm-hmm. he's physically imposing. You physically imposing. Yo, it's the crazy guys, B. I'm no, telling fu- you, this is that's, this that's, epidemic. That's, that's, I should have just. That should be a wrestling or boxing match. That shouldn't even be a motherfucking basketball. Man, that motherfucker was like... It's crazy, man. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. Between you and Ron Artest, who was stronger at the time? That's not fair. He's an honest know. young man. That's a hard... How do you know. determine that? By who was pushing people out the paint more? Nah, you probably... <laughs> at, at halftime, that was arm wrestling. <laughs> it's funny, too, because me and him was roommates in college. Oh shit! Ron says play. I forgot about that. <laughs> Me and his roommates. Okay, so That's you're crazy. not answering my question though. I, I, I did. I said I don't know. That's fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> That's all we get. I, I don't know. I I I can't answer that. Ron Ron was a, a strong dude, and and oh. I was a strong dude. Okay, I, I so then forget that one. Who was Ron Artest the strongest opponent? Now you can compare that to Ethan Thomas too, that you ever faced. I'm gonna say Eton. Yeah, I'm gonna say because his his face hurt when he the said Eton. Toughest, early. toughest would be Ron. Yeah, um, strongest, but strongest strength. Yeah, Eton. Because Ron, Ron could shoot in your face. Yeah, he give you right. fits. Ron roll like run right through you, dunk on you. Like I don't think Ron ever had an off button. Like he his modem would just go. Like, That's real. He ha- and he had the winning attitude just like I had. Like I, I'm gonna, I want to win by any means necessary. I, what I love most about when you say the motor, um, I knew his best, his favorite player was Dennis Rodman, and it made a lot of sense because Rodman never stopped. Same you know dude, I mean? yeah. Twenty four seven with it. Like you gonna have to, like <laughs> yeah. it's a marathon with him, but he gonna win because mm-hmm. he's not gonna stop. So I guess what you gotta do. So it's just something that I loved, and um, is he he understood from an early age what his strength on the court was mm-hmm. and i speak to that to you like you understood that you have you have the greatest heart on this court nobody going to outwill your ass and you going if you got to dive in the in the crowd for it you're going to do whatever you got to do yeah. you know what i'm saying so I, I respect that and i think that's a mark of knowing your skill set and i'll just segue off that i uh so I'm trying to introduce this new segment to the program, and you're going to be the second victim. Just so happens that uh, Kyle Cuff was the first, and okay. I guess I'm that doing Kyle, this to really. Yo, first? we got a lot of Rice Raiders, <laughs> a lot of Rice Raiders, man. I'm so I, proud. I guess, of that. I guess I'm only doing this with people from Rice. I, don't I know. love it. Rice Raiders are in the house. It's whenever I can remember. So I'm calling it Triple Threat, okay. which is just three questions um, that I want to ask and I want to get your your opinion on or your answer. The first being, 
Who do you consider your basketball OGs that inspired and helped you propel your basketball career? Whether uh, a player or a coach or whatever you consider. Uh, I would say bingo. Mm. Um God bless the dead, I would say strict. Wow. Um, you don't have to find a third if you don't got one. It's fine. I, I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a I'm few. I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a few. Um, yeah, no, yeah, shade, I, I, no yeah, shade to um, whoever doesn't get mentioned. It's just top of mind. Nah, yeah. yeah um, like, these are the people that... And, uh, these, these people that basically was with me since since day one, like they they motivated me to be become a better player. Mm. Um, I, I I'll definitely probably say um, Andre Faison. Okay, okay. Was that Eric Strickland? Um, what did you say, Strick? Strick. Strick. Um, uh, he passed away yeah. a while ago. Um, he pl- he played. Um, Streetball. He was yeah. big. He's from Dykeman. Oh. Big that I forget. Why am I blanking on his first? That's cool. Jay Z talks about him in in I've heard finishing about breakfast. Yes, yes. Whole shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. God bless the day. He played in that DR was. for a while too. Yeah. He was loved out there. Okay, that was my god. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Hopefully, um, what's the one piece of advice that was given to you that you wish you had taken as a high school athlete? Uh, work on my perimeter game. Okay. You feel like you didn't? Why didn't you work on your perimeter? Well, at the time, um, we didn't have a center. Well, right. we, we we didn't have a go-to center, put like gotcha. that. Um, and I was the closest go-to center possible. Right. Um, basically, like I, said, I was I was athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, jump out the moon. You know, all I gotta do is point up. You know, uh. Kenny Satterfield or you know, Andre Barrett throw the ball up. I'm, I'm dunking on somebody. So, so that was that was my my thing. And you know, we had centers. You know, no disrespect to them. It's just that you know they wasn't the go to centers. Gotcha. Yeah. And finally, today, do you consider that there is a mecca of basketball? Yeah, I think so. What would it be? You, uh, do you consider New York the Boston Garden? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 and we're done. No, the, the mecca, the mecca of basketball is always be New York. Okay, it's gonna always be New York. I mean, mind you, York. Boston actually is richer in history in basketball, but like not even close. Like I just want to put that out okay, there. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But New York gonna always gonna be mecca basketball. All right, man. All right, listen, man. I'm a Boston fan, but New York is <laughs> different. New York state of mind. No, it's, I feel it's, you. It's I always feel gonna be that. No, I feel way. you. I, I I agree with that. Everybody come to the to the garden and say this this where they want to play. At. I agree. I agree with that because um I had a friend a mutual friend of ours say that like yeah you know, listen it's still the garden right because you're not thinking about Staples Center you know you're not thinking about mm. Boston like it's the truth though yeah, as much yeah, as it is. I'm shitting on I'm shitting on um. The Knicks right now, or the Garden, it's the truth, though. It's the, it really is the truth. Yeah. You know the Garden everywhere on earth. Exactly. Which is a good and a bad thing because the product is taking a hit because motherfuckers just on vacation over there. But yeah. they're making that paper. It's like a museum worldwide. Yo, and, <laughs> um, I, I really appreciate you sitting with us, yes, man. Um, spending 
almost an hour and a half over here with us. So yes. um, much respect to you. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Appreciate it. I hope that we get to see you play in Westchester one of these days. I want to see what what's going on <laughs> these days. Right. I'll let you know. All right, yeah, I'll for sure, brother. Yeah, right, you man. should at least have a little physical training video because your ass <laughs> look like you got a big 280 <laughs> solid muscle upon you. To tell you the truth. Mr. Like, America. I, don't, I think the last time I left waist was probably. Last week. Nah, <laughs> last, I want to say November probably. October, okay. November. Last time I left waist. You showing off. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribbling Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.